Welcome to Ageless by Rescue. This podcast is devoted to exploring the science of rejuvenation, uncovering the most trusted experts, the must-have products, innovations, and technology in the field of vitality, aesthetics, new beauty, and cosmetic enhancement. Jules Robinson is a media star who stole our hearts on Married at First Sight. She's a podcast host, mother, and wife to fellow math star, and she's now also a fashion entrepreneur. Jules is a passionate advocate for self-acceptance, self-love, and embracing every stage of life. A body positivity icon, she has elevated the conversation about how women and their appearance are represented and supported in life and in the media. In this episode, as Jules approaches her 40th birthday, she speaks openly about her commitment to reclaim her mental strength, body shape, and sense of self as she approaches a milestone celebration. She shares her diet, fitness, and rejuvenation program, rituals and challenges to reach the goal of being the strongest, happiest, and healthiest version of herself at 40. She speaks without filter about her relationship with body positivity, beauty standards, and criticism throughout her life and during her time in the spotlight on maths. Her advice to those who may be struggling with their own journey is practical and resonates with authenticity. As a former hair and makeup artist, Jules also shares her best insider tips on glowing skin, makeup that enhances your best features, and how being playful with fashion can transform your confidence. I'm so excited to introduce you to Jules Robinson on Ageless by Rescue today. So yeah, turning 40, it is a bit of a big one, isn't it? Like I feel totally fine with it. Like I've always said 40 is a new 30 and, you know, we are so much more younger nowadays. Like I remember being at school and having a teacher who was probably 35 and I was like, oh, she was so old. And, but when I do look back at those pictures, we were a lot older, you know, and, and I think that we're just so much more younger now as well, you know, and I guess we all look after ourselves so much, but turning 40 for me, I always did have a bit of a, a dream and a goal to, to want to feel my best and look my best when I hit 40. So that's definitely something for me that's really important. And also because I want to have another baby as well. So getting myself, you know, really strong and healthy again, because I've got to say, by the time I gave birth to Ollie, I wasn't walking, I was sliding by the end. So I want to feel really strong to do that. And I guess I just didn't feel comfortable to start trying again and and to put on another 20 kilos for me I just wouldn't have felt 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 strong to do that so but turning 40 um but yeah there are a few aspirations I always told myself I was going to you know travel for my 40th but that's obviously not going to happen now um so I think a a really extravagant gift is, is definitely happening but um but no, I really, I think some, some, in speaking to some friends who are around the same age group, they, some people don't feel comfortable with it, but I a hundred percent feel ready to, you know, for, as I said, it's just a number, isn't it? It's how you feel on the inside. One of the big things that um, when I speak to anti-aging experts, vitality experts uh, around the world, um, your body weight and your body mass is a huge indication of your life expectancy and it's a health issue. It's not a vanity issue. Um, And you touched on it, you want to have the healthiest body possible to have another baby. And your reproduction is a a function of your health and vitality. But also you're in the media and you're in the spotlight. Um, You know, you burst onto our collective consciousness on on a show 
that was so much about how you looked and, you know, how you were perceived married at first sight. And you, you've come from a background of hair and beauty, again, a, a very physically oriented uh, industry. But I love that you've made a decision to pursue your weight loss as a pathway to longevity and health and the ability to produce another life. Um, yes, absolutely. And I think it's, you know, it is a really important conversation that, you know, going on a TV show like that, you know, I, I kind of wasn't, you know, the normal that was seen on a reality TV show, as in like, I wasn't that usual, you know, size 10 to 12, like I was a curvy 14, 16, really confident. And that did come with a little bit of body shaming and a little bit of trolling for the way that I looked. And I've never conformed myself to any narrative around what beauty should be. Like I very much, I am who I am. I love being a curvy woman, but I also promote body positivity. And it's really important message that body positivity is not about being overweight. It's about being comfortable with your skin, no matter, no matter where you are and being okay with that, but also knowing that that little tag inside your clothes does not define your purpose or your potential or your happiness. Like you really do. Yeah. And what about when you were younger, were you always curvy or were you athletic? Did your body change? And then, uh, you know, postpartum, you know, we all experience a postpartum body, but how, how would your journey of your body and how you experienced your physicality growing up? It's really interesting because when I was uh, a teenager, I was I was very thin. And then as I got a little bit older, the, the hips came. And I remember actually like bumping into things because I didn't, you know, when you wear like a hat to the races and you have to learn your, your radius of where you are when you kiss people, my hips all of a sudden popped out. And I remember getting bruises on them because I just walk into no. things and wouldn't realize where they're growing. And I think um, I moved to London when I was 21 and I'd never had so much attention ever from men in my life because I did have like these curves and the booty and the small waist. And I just did never got that in Australia for some reason, you know, like maybe it wasn't like the, the taste then it was like the blonde kind of survey, the survey girl back then I'm talking like, you know, 25 years ago. Yeah. Um, anyway, so moving to London, I, I just, I don't know, like I did definitely find a, a new, not that, you know, getting compliments gives you extra confidence. But, but it remember, does. It does give you I remember it did make me feel like, oh, wow, like this is my body. So, and I think I just embraced it and, and just work, as I say, work what you got. So, um, but you know what, it's some, I mean, people are really funny. Like I've had people say horrible things about my body and 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 face to face like um you know face like to face. yeah yeah I'm just like thinking back of my times in London I remember some guy was uh being a bit flirty at a bar and I just wasn't interested and and then he just turned around and said something oh you've got a fat ass or something like that and I was like oh well two seconds ago you were quite interested in that fat ass <laughs> you know so um I mean each to their own everyone knows what they like and what they don't but yeah no it's funny I'm interested to to learn about what you learned in the hair and makeup industry and some of the tips and tricks that you've learned about enhancing your beauty and how how your style has evolved, you know, from your teens to your 20s to your 30s and now entering your 40s. Yeah, definitely. So I think I, I always knew my purpose in life was to make people feel really great, which is from painting my mum's face and doing a hair and makeup from when I was five years old. So I knew I wanted to be a hair and makeup artist. It's all I ever wanted. So I I obviously did that, did, had a really successful career in the UK, worked in Harrods doing bridal hair and makeup. And I did Napoleon training here. And in my training, 
you had everything from a year academy uh, from like theater to special effects and it was very clear I was there for the, the glamour side you know I wasn't I was I did it and I really enjoyed it but you could see the people in the class who were there for the theater who just that was where they shone and so that kind of aspect of like the glamour makeup and all that was definitely my field so going to London and doing that I think I am I, um, I mean you look back at photos of yourself and at the time you think god I look fabulous and then you look back and you're like what am I wearing <laughs> but I've never really conformed to any kind of um, you know like trend I've always just kind of I guess a bit more classic timeless kind of feature you know of fashion as well like things that just suit my body makeup wise I've or hair and makeup I've always loved big hair I've always even if it's in or not I've always put old school hot rollers I love the classic Hollywood like the red lips I mean you um, are Jessica Rabbit you are the walking version of Jessica Rabbit you know, <laughs> that is my favorite yeah. fancy dress costume is it well, there you <laughs> yeah go. I've got the dress and the cupboard and the, the purple the purple gloves so as I said I've never like of course you know you do move with the times of you know the brows in the 90s that was so thin like they've taken forever to grow back and now the thicker you know I do obviously follow trends in that way of what's fashionable, but I've always kind of, I guess, just worn what, what makes me feel great, which is that very classic kind of Hollywood kind of look. What's your skincare routine and what, what do you do from an aesthetics point of view? Do you have injectables? Do you have treatments? Do you have facials? Well, no one has injectables right now, do they? <laughs> I was Gladly no. I was like everyone's, everyone's faces are going to be around their ankles by the time we get out of this. I lockdown. hear you, sister. I hear you. <laughs> Yeah, I've had uh, like a little bit on my forehead over, over time, but to be honest, I haven't had that done for about 12 months right now. So, uh, and that's the honest to God truth. So, but um, I've been using CeraVe, which I have to say is- CeraVe's is, great brand. Isn't it? Mm. It is the most affordable, no frills product. And I went to one of their skin chats and the dermatologist said, wash your face morning and night. And I don't know why, but my whole life, I didn't, I just did it in the nighttime. And it's made such a difference to my skin. And also using, I get hormonal breakout. It's no, like I'm nearly 40. It doesn't matter how old I get. I'm like, oh, can my skin every month, it just breaks out. But using uh, one of their cleansers, which is more for oily skin, I use that one in the morning and I use a hydrating one at the nighttime. That's been a game changer for me. Would you ever consider surgery for anything? Face, body, boobs? Um. I was having a chat on um, the kids spot, which I'm a co-host of, and we were talking about boobs. And I was saying how one of my girlfriends has just had it, them done from after breastfeeding. And obviously I would never consider anything like that until after I've had another baby. But I was like, would I be that person? I'm like, I used to always joke and be like, I could be a boob model. <laughs> I could be a boob model one day. <laughs> and then you have babies and things change. I, I'm not ruling it out. Like that is something that potentially I, I would be open to that. I think if it makes you feel good and it makes you feel great to look at yourself and, you know, when you've, I mean, I know they're made for breastfeeding, but to look down and go like, I really, really happy with how they look, that feels nice. So, and when you just see them change so much, like literally overnight, like if you want to have that pick back up, then do that. So that's definitely something I, I wouldn't rule out. I'm not against surgery in any way whatsoever, as long as it makes you feel good. And in your years in the hair and makeup industry, have you picked up any tips and tricks that you, you know, you always pass on to girlfriends or you use on yourself that, you know, if you've had no sleep with Ollie, um, if you've been shooting or working all day and you just need to turn things around fast, what are some of yeah. your go-to steps to kind of make yourself look fresh and awake and healthy and youthful? 
Oh, eye drops, 100%. Eye drops are the best thing in the whole world. So eye drops, number one. Um, I'm actually like, I love Revlon Colorstay Foundation, just a little bit with a brush and even just not doing a full face, but just those parts that you need it, you know, like just if you've got little spots under your eyes, a little bit on your forehead, um, I get ready so quickly. So um, I'm not someone that spends a lot of time getting ready. And maybe that is from being a professional makeup artist for quite some time. But so definitely that a little bit of concealer, lip gloss. I've got about three lip glosses sitting around me right now. I've always got a little bit of something on my lips. <laughs> Love that. And what other little go-tos? The brow things are a big thing for me. I always say to girlfriends when they're not done right is if you get, you know, like a ruler or something, your brows should come from that bit here, you know, from that point of your nose, from that part of your nose up to there. That's where they should finish. And that shapes your whole face. And that is when I've done people's makeup before and just shown them how to do that themselves. They're like, oh my God, wow. Like it does transform your face when your brows are in the right spot. <laughs> and what about lashes? Do you do extensions or do you wear falsies or do you love mascara? I did lashes for the first time and the last time when I went on Married at First Sight because I thought, okay, they're going to be filming me from the moment I wake up and open my eyes. If I've got some lashes on, I'll feel a little bit put together. And I did it then, but I just didn't like how much they, and in my head I was like, have they fallen out or is it because I got used to them being so thick? And I'm like, no, they fell out. So I just didn't like them falling out. So I just stick on just with glue. I just stick them on with glue. When and how about, how about treatments and facials and laser? Is, are there any of those things that you do as well? Because I think, you know, you're in the media, you look polished. We only see, I guess, a more polished version of you. But I always like to uncover what are all the things that we're all doing behind closed doors? Yeah. Well, I shared what I did. I had um, my decolletage was very sun damaged and it looked like someone had got a paintbrush and gone like that with some brown paint. I had a lot of... Um, damage on my chest and I had um, the Fraxel on my chest to get rid of it it worked and it bloody hurt I have to say it really hurt but it really worked so now I'm very conscious of always putting you know 50 plus on my chest um, but amazing like it just makes when I wear a low-cut dress I just feel so clean and beautiful having it's one thing you and you look back and you're like oh, I wish I looked after my skin I always looked after the face my skin my face skin but my body not so much I didn't look after it very well so if I had my time again I would have worn a lot more sun cream in my youth Ageless by Rescue is brought to you by Rescue Me Academy Reignite Your Relationship course Love your relationship but miss the early days you're not alone this course will teach you how to identify your issues, stop the fighting, find what you need to be happy, re-spark intimacy, and keep the lines of communication open. Join us at rescuemeacademy.com.au to learn more about the program and to download your first free lesson. I hope you enjoyed this episode, and if you did, please share and rate this episode. I'd love that. I'm Baha Etmanen, your host and founder of Ageless by Rescue. For more exclusive content, show transcript, behind-the-scenes video, real people reviews, and extended interviews with experts, I invite you to please follow us at Ageless by Rescue on Instagram, Facebook, and Rescue TV on YouTube. You can also sign up to receive our e-magazine and newsletters, all for free.